Knowing what the weather is going to do is so critical for farmers and anybody else who is involved in agriculture as a way to provide accurate forecasts, the idea to create something called WiscoNet originated right here in Wisconsin. And this is going to provide farmers and anybody in the state of Wisconsin the opportunity to get up-to-date, accurate weather forecasts so they can go about planning their day in a good, positive way. I'm Nate Zimdars with the Midwest Farm Report, and I am speaking with Chris Vagaski, and he is instrumental in bringing WiscoNet to life, and he is going to share some of the details about what it is exactly and all of the work that has gone into bringing this to life. Chris, can you tell me what was the motivation behind creating WiscoNet? Wisconsin is one of about 15 states nationwide that doesn't have a full statewide weather network. Places like Oklahoma, Kansas, Nebraska, Kentucky, New York, they have large statewide weather station networks. And it's been something that has been wanted to be in Wisconsin for 30 to 40 years and we've gotten funding now to be able to expand the weather station network that we do have, and we're really excited to do that. Was the delay in bringing this to life in Wisconsin solely due to funding, or were there maybe other factors that were preventing it from taking off? We've had a handful of weather stations across the state that have been run by researchers at the University of Wisconsin and supported by uh, Michigan State University over the years. But to really expand and have a large network of 90 to 100 stations like we plan to, it really does require a lot of funding and a lot of other instrumental support. And now that we have that, we can really start building that out. Has this work already begun? Is it in the initial stages right now? We've had two stations that have been out for about 30 to 35 years at Arlington and Hancock. Those were stations that were put in place by some UW researchers in the 1980s. Uh, we've expanded to about 14 stations now in the Door Peninsula and at UW Agricultural Research Stations in the last 10 years. And those have been kind of pieced together as funding has become available. But we've received new funding from the Wisconsin Alumni Research Foundation and the USDA Rural Partnerships Institute to really grow quickly. And over the next three to four years, we really do expect to rapidly increase the number of stations. Can you tell us what exactly is WiscoNet going to be doing? WiscoNet is a statewide network of weather and soil monitoring stations. So we will be recording every five minutes a vast assortment of weather and soil data, including the air temperature, the humidity, wind speed direction, air pressure, solar radiation, precipitation, leaf wetness, and then soil moisture and soil temperature at five depths to really give a full picture of what the atmosphere and what the earth is doing from one meter below ground all the way to three meters above ground. How is this technology installed? Is this a pretty laborious process? Yes, we will be out at each of our sites to install for about two to three hours per site, installing a tripod, digging a hole down to a meter deep and installing a variety of different sensors. So it is a, a very labor-intensive process. It's a, a labor of love, though. We really do enjoy getting out there into the field, working with the landowners and really helping them to better understand what's going on in their area. So a lot of these sites, are these already pre-existing sites or are these new sites where you're going to have to start from scratch and putting this together? 
Most of them are new sites where we're going from bare ground to building up a, a full weather station. We are doing a lot of Google Earth drive-bys, seeing what is around, where are potential locations in Wisconsin to put these. And we're trying to get one station in every county, and in some places will be a little bit more dense, so the Central Sands region, the Door Peninsula, things like that, where we have particular growing regions that can really rely on good high-quality weather data. And what determines what is a good site location? Are there any factors that need to go in consideration before just putting it in place? Weather station sits on about a 15 by 15 foot footprint. So that allows us to put a tripod out and dig the hole and all of that. But we do want to have good clearance around that weather station. You don't want to have a grove of trees right next to that that would affect wind measurements or shade the solar radiation or the temperature measurements. So we are following a variety of standards, including World Meteorological Organization standards, to provide the highest quality data that we can. How is this work being funded? The USDA Rural Partnerships Institute and the Wisconsin Alumni Research Foundation saw the benefit of the proposal that we put in and provided funding for us very graciously to purchase all of the equipment, and 90 to 100 stations is a lot of equipment, and to support the people that are actually running the WiscaNet program. How big of a team do you have supporting you in the work that you're doing? We are a small but mighty team. There are uh, four of us, the faculty director, Chris Kacharek, myself running the day-to-day operations, an instrumentation engineer, Caitlin Winkus, and our web developer and programmer, David Henry. How is this going to positively affect farmers and others who are relying on the weather forecast to do their everyday work? You know, a lot of times when people are looking to no, do I need to irrigate? When is the good time to lay down pest control or fertilization? They're relying on weather stations that may be 30, 40, 50 miles away. By the time that we have WiscoNet fully installed, everybody in Wisconsin will be within about 15 to 20 miles of a high-quality weather station. And that will really help them to know exactly what the conditions are so they can make better decisions on irrigation, on fertilization, on pest control to improve their operations and save money. Who are some of the other partners that you're working with outside of the university and the rural institute? Uh, we have made a very good effort to reach out to anybody that could potentially be affected by the weather. So we've spoken with the National Weather Service and broadcast meteorologists, working with the different growing organizations, other researchers on campus and off campus, so that we make sure that we are working with everybody who is potentially affected by weather to get them the information that they need. And how long of a process or how many years is it going to take before everything is fully running and we're hitting every county within the state? We have 14 stations now and we'll be expanding by 6 to 10 in 2023, adding another 20 to 25 each year in 2024, 2025, and 2026 when we'll be fully operational. But everything right now is operational. We're just looking to continue to expand over the next three years. Is there anything else that you would like to share about the work that you're doing with WiscoNet? WiscoNet is going to provide really good weather information, not just for the state, but for people outside of the state. This data will go into improving weather forecasting, uh, not just across Wisconsin, but across the country, even across the world. This data will be very effective for farmers and anybody else who is relying on the weather to do their everyday job. I'm Nate Zimdars with the Midwest Farm Report.